Welcome everyone to another episode of Slasher Scotty. I am your host, Scotty McCoy, and I have an alumni from Friday the 13th Part 2 on the phone. He played Jeff, and I have Bill Randolph on the phone. Hey, Bill, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. So I have about 10 questions to ask you. The first one is not related to Friday the 13th, but it's how did you get your start into acting? Uh, I actually, in my high school, they had a very good theater department, um, and this was back, um, you know, when we were all Neanderthals, <laughs> and, um, so I, I was actually in my history class, and my history teacher, um, Mrs. Froelich, said, uh, they're having auditions this afternoon, uh, you know, you should... Anybody who wants to go audition, who knows, it might change your life. <laughs> and I went and I, ad- I auditioned and I got into the show and it changed my life. That's awesome. So uh, what was your audition like for Friday the 13th Part 2? Um, actually, you know, I had a few. Um, first, it was with the casting directors and Fran Cuban... Simon and Cumin, they were the casting directors, but I think it was Fran Cumin who actually, you know, did the initial uh, audition. And then, uh, you know, I, you know, actually went and, uh, um, you know, kind of made it through the ranks, uh, you know, had callbacks and all that kind of stuff. And eventually met Steve Miner, who directed the film. Mm Mm-hmm. And he paired us up uh, with a bunch of different uh, uh, Sandras, and um, and I, you know I I was auditioning with this young lady, and she was just bouncing off the walls <laughs> in the audition. And I kind of looked over at Steve Meyer and I said, "Are you kidding me?" <laughs> <laughs> and I I think that's what got me the role because we both were looking at this girl as she bouncing off the wall for this audition <laughs> and uh you know there was that human connection right and uh and the rest is history nice so speaking of steve Miner, how was he as a director uh, he was great uh, i i really liked him a lot he was very open uh, you know me being you know kind of a young uh, pain in the butt <laughs> uh I, you know i would come to set in fact i, I you know it was like the hat was my idea. I wanted to also um, uh, have black tennis shoes. Mm-hmm. You know, I wanted to be more, you know, kind of a uh, urban kid who's being dragged to the country by his girlfriend. Right. And, I, I, you know, a lot of times we'd show up on set and say, well, hey, why don't we do this? How about this? And stuff like that. And, you know, some of it he would go with and some of it he would say, nah, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I had a good relationship with him. I enjoyed uh, working with him. That's awesome. So what was the best part about filming Friday the 13th Part 2, and what was the worst? The best, the best and the worst, kind of the same thing. Okay. The best was that we were all uh, up at this camp. We stayed at a camp which was a couple of miles from the uh, campsite that we were actually filming on. Mm-hmm. And... So we were all up there together for six weeks, mm-hmm. which, you know, immediately forms a great camaraderie. Mm-hmm. 
but also it was the same problem. We were all up there for six weeks or six right. weeks or eight weeks, however long it took. So, you know, it was good because everybody was together and it was a community and it was horrible because you could never get away by yourself. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> so what was it like working with Amy Steele, John Ferry, and Marta Kober? Well, I, I, you know, it was actually all of them were a lot of fun. Okay. And um, we actually had a great time on the set. Um, Stu Charno, uh, mm-hmm. he and I became very good friends, and, and good. I had the most fun with him. And uh, but uh, you know, everybody was open for you know, kind of. It was a very relaxed mood on right. the set, and. Um, you know, I, and certainly I didn't have to go through all the uh, stuff that uh, John and Amy had to go through. Right. Because um, that, uh, you know, I'm sure some of that night stuff uh, in in the fake rain and real rain and whatever was probably much more difficult than any of the stuff that uh, I had to do. Right. So, um, you know, they might have had a little different experience than I did. But right. I, I had a good time. Awesome. I know uh, Stu Charno was actually my very first guest back in 2017, I believe. He was my very first guest. He was a really nice guy. He was very funny. Um, with who? With uh, Stu Charno. Oh, yeah. Stu's, Stu's a character. Yeah. He's fantastic. In fact, there was, I forget, there was you know some horror show here on the East Coast, uh, uh, a convention that we tried really hard to get Stu to fly out and do it because it would have been mm-hmm. the first, it was the first time that Marta and I were back together right. since the movie and uh, it would have been terrific if he was there too right but um, yeah he's the, he's an amazing guy he's a lot of fun very funny that's awesome. and very talented he plays piano he's a great jazz musician nice. That's awesome. So, and not only that, but he's also a sensei. <laughs> that is awesome. Martial art or something, but, uh... <laughs> right. So the most amazing death scene of the film, and maybe even of the franchise, is the double impalement death scene with you and Marta. So we know the MPAA has disallowed the use of the full scene, but can you give us insights on how the scene was originally prepped and executed? Yeah, I mean, actually... Uh, just the spear going through the back which you never see mm-hmm. uh, we took two takes of that and it took about four hours to get the makeup on wow. both times Wow. so uh, a lot of that was, was uh, you know just kind of an, and uh, you know surprisingly uh, I don't know there are some photos floating around that were um, uh, you know kind of Screen, uh, you know, set shots, you know, right. sets, Polaroids and things like that. And I was pretty much on my knees um, most of the day. Wow. Because I would be on my knees in this hole in the bed, and they mm-hmm. would attach the uh, back on my shoulders, then mm-hmm. straight back on the bed, um, you know, so that it was where it should be. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I was on my knees, and then Marta, she, she was lucky. She just kind of snuck in for, you know, when cameras were ready to roll. 
Right. <laughs> nice. So she would actually kind of scoot in underneath me, and mm-hmm. it would look like I was lying on top of her. But actually, they needed the space between my real back and the fake back mm-hmm. to be able to put the spear through. Nice. Very, very and, awesome. What? That was very awesome because, like, it's amazing what special effects really can do and how it, like, it's like movie, it, like they say, it's movie magic. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, one thing I, one thing I love, and I heard stories about you mentioning it before, is the whole, um, you know, you're already dead, but you come back from the dead when you're, you know, running through the rain wearing the poncho. Um, so, like, um, was that planned or how did that all come about? <laughs> <laughs> no, that was not planned. Uh, I, I mean, it was planned in the sense that it took me a long time to convince uh, Steve Miner that nobody would recognize me, nobody would see me, nobody would know that it was me because <laughs> I had on this green trench coat and probably, uh, you know, uh, I, I, you know, you just couldn't recognize me in right. any way, shape, or form. And it was raining outside, so and I go. When um, uh, um, they run into the uh, into the uh, bar, um, I follow right behind them through the rain into the bar. Actually, I can't remember whether I was right before or right after. Right. But yeah, I, I run th- I run through the scene and run into the bar after I'm dead. That is so awesome. <laughs> that is so funny and too. I told Steve, I said nobody's ever going to know about this. It's just going to become a trivia thing that right. people will talk about, and, and it'll be an interesting little tidbit. He finally said, right. okay. like a little Easter egg there that people that you know they want to <laughs> you know it's kind of like where's Waldo? Where's Bill? <laughs> <laughs> so, what was your most memorable moment while filming Friday the Thirteenth Part Two? You know, I, I, you know, there's a lot of little interesting, different little things that um, certainly it was very bizarre. Um, that scene that we do where Marta comes into the room and I'm mm-hmm. playing the harmonica. And uh, another trivial fact, uh, uh, I've never played the harmonica in my life. <laughs> and uh, I ju- it just happened to be there. I don't know whether it's, you know, it was part of the set, part of the dressing or something, but there was a harmonica. So I just picked it up and started playing, <laughs> and they kept it in. Nice. And um, the other thing is, is that my, my eyesight, if you'll notice, you know, it, it's like for camera, for some reason, they had me looking in a direction that Marta didn't come. Mm-hmm. Marta came you know, more to my right, and she comes into the screen, and it's like all of a sudden my eyes shift to where she is. (laughs) It's just, and I have no idea why they did it that way, but um, I guess when they were first setting up the camera, they thought that my eyesight was better to the left, Mm -hmm. and then when she comes into the scene, of course, you look to the right where she is, (laughs) and it's one of those moments where you go, huh? (laughs) <laughs> Whoa, what, what were you looking at? That's awesome. But, uh, you know, I mean, it's very bizarre to be in a bed, you know, naked, uh, yep. 
with with a young lady and have you know five or six other people in the room right right and it's even more awkward because i heard that she was like 17 when when everything was being filmed as well so it made things oh, like yeah. you know you want to you want to be a you want to be a professional appropriate you don't want to do anything that would be illegal Oh, let me tell you, you know, you think about it now, I, I was 26, she was 16, mm-hmm. and I, I mean, obviously, you know, all the legal stuff must have, must have been taken care of before, but, yeah. uh, you know, I keep on waiting for the uh, um, uh, pedophile police to show up. <laughs> Yep, it's crazy. I, I know. Uh, I'm. Uh, we just finished filming. My production company just finished filming a short indie, uh, like a full feature indie film, and uh, yeah. yeah. And we ended up. Um, one of our main actors uh, is was 17, but he was going to be 18, uh, like halfway through filming, and uh, yeah. so like a lot of the gratuitous scenes, like where like where we have like semi nudity and everything, a lot of that had to be done with, cause he had to be on set in that scene. So we had to do all that once he turned 18. It was pretty crazy. Oh, wow. <laughs> yep. I mean, I, I, I gave it to my agent, my legal team and everything. I'm like, this is the scenes that we're doing. He's 17 years old. He's going to be 18 while we're filming. Do we like, what is the legal way to go? He's like, best bet, safe bet. Wait till he turns 18, then film those scenes last. So that's yeah. what that's what we did. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So, so did that throw your uh, shooting schedule into havoc? Not really, because we we were already uh, fixing up the schedule while this uh, scene was already there, and once we we already casted them, af- um, we were doing the scheduling after we casted them. So we wanted to make sure that. So I, you know, me and my executive team discussed. Yeah. Well, maybe we should talk to my legal team first. And then we can, yeah. you know, we can put the scene where it needs to be filmed. Then we, I discussed it yeah. with my legal team, and he's like, yeah, wait till he's 18. So I put that right after his 18th birthday. He turned 18, and uh-huh. it was like early October, so we ended up filming it at, near the middle of October. Yeah. 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 It was, the, it was the safest way to go. We didn't want any legal troubles. We, we always want to follow the law and everything, especially being a new startup. You know, it's always the best thing, yeah. the best thing to go. Um, so what was the yeah. environment and atmosphere like on the set of Friday the 13th Part 2? Well, I, you know, we were around this lake, mm-hmm. and uh, the camp that we were staying at essentially was like, uh, you know, a, a Boy Scout camp or something like that. Okay. So it was it was pretty clean and big and, and nice. Okay. And... Uh, I'm pretty sure that that all of us had individual camp, you know, uh, uh, you know the counselor camps, you know the the cabins. Right. So um, you know we we weren't on top of each other at night. Oh, you know whenever we were sleeping, and mm-hmm. then then when we went shooting at night and sleeping during the day. Right. You know we all had some place some place to go, right. and then we would all you know hop in the van or whatever to go a mile or two uh, around the lake yeah. to the uh, set camp nice. and um that was a much smaller camp um not much bigger than what you see on screen right huh. and, um but uh, you know i i, I don't remember because i'm sure that we did i'm sure we spent a lot of time because we didn't have trailers or any of that mm-hmm. stuff up on on the set i'm sure that we you know, I had to hang out a lot just kind of around the camp while we were waiting for the uh, shots to be set up. Right. 
So, uh, but, um, go ahead. So, I just don't remember it. I, I, I don't remember for, for whatever reason, and maybe this is, you know, just uh, what the memory does, but mm-hmm. I don't remember the bad parts. Uh, right. I much remember just having a good time. Nice. So, uh, was there anybody like, because you're on set of a Friday the 13th, a, a, a horror movie you're filming, so, uh, and you're obviously at a, you know, a camp in the woods and, you know, nighttime and everything, so was anybody trying to scare anybody? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Stu and I, we used to terrorize uh, Marta. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, my God. That is hilarious. And also, also, who else? There was, there, was, there was two girls there. Because Marta was pretty savvy. She, she, didn't, she, she, she might have bought it the first time. What about like Lauren Marie time. Taylor? No, actually, you know, Lauren Marie, we, and we didn't, uh, um, Lauren Marie, it's funny because Lauren Marie and I, I got she was so young mm-hmm. and she was very naive and at the time it, you know it was like yeah, I, I didn't pay much attention to her I, I mean certainly now when we go to convention you know she right. still looks great and she's mm-hmm. still beautiful and uh, um, she's a lot more fun to be with than I, than when we were on set at the time because she was very young and very naive right <laughs> but, but uh, yeah, we would try and scare whoever would allow us to be, uh, and also Kirsten. We also, you know, terrorize right. Kirsten. Nice. So uh, w- when you were doing your scenes with uh, Jason, who was playing the role, Steve Dash or Warrington Gillette? Well, Warrington actually was, did, did, did well, you know, that's interesting because, you know, Warrington certainly was there and he did, uh, he crashed through the window mm-hmm. um, in, in in the full makeup, but um, I, you know I never actually was in the, it, it, I, you know it was just a set guy. Right. Whenever they needed somebody like like that knife that's that's uh, coming towards uh, uh, Lauren Marie right. when I'm hanging on the wall, mm-hmm. you know that was just some guy. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it might have been Dash. Mm-hmm. But it was, um, you know, one of the, you know, one of the guys that that had a great, uh, you know, had the uh, um, the blackened the blackened um, thumbnail. Yeah. And um, you know, I I don't really. It, it was just you know pretty much whoever was there. They put the shirt on him and and you right. know, okay, put him into the scene. So so yeah, I mean, essentially. Uh, um, when we did the, uh, um, you know, the scene with the spear going through the back, that was all just, um, um, and I'm blanking on the guy's name, uh, Fuller, Steve Fuller. I'm trying to remember our special effects guy. Okay. But, um, you know, we just were working with them. Oh, okay. Just the crew and them. We, you know, Jason wasn't really in the scene. He, and the only time Jason was really in the scene with me was, was um you know when i'm hanging on the wall okay i got it yeah because yeah because i know uh, steve dash did a lot of the stunts so he probably worked a lot on set with amy and john yeah and he did a lot more of the active stuff right yes that makes sense you know uh like probably with walt uh you know and but for the most part um 
you know, it was whatever crew guy was on okay. on set and and uh, could put on the uh, costume either you know the boots and the jeans or mm-hmm. whatever. Right. So the last question I got for you then is, uh, do you have any films or projects or anything else that you would like to promote to our listeners? <laughs> yeah, in my dreams. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I mean, for the most part, um, uh, in, you know, like the, like the late, I started, I started working at the New York Daily News in 1999. Okay. And at that, at that time, uh, my wife and I decided that we wanted to have a family. And I wasn't working consistently enough in acting to have health insurance. Right. So I start I started working as a graphic designer at the New York Daily News, nice. so I could have health insurance. Right. So I haven't really been in the business since. Okay. That's fine. Uh, thank you so much for your time, though, Bill. But listen, yep. certainly, you know, if there are any any uh, casting directors or directors or. Anybody that, uh, 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 you know, I'm much more available nowadays. Okay. <laughs> Sounds great. You, you heard that here. If you need if you need Bill, here he is. He's, I mean, Friday the 13th Part 2, an amazing movie to have on your resume. Thank you so much. Not a problem. You were great in the movie. I am a fan, and it was a pleasure and an honor talking to you, and I thank you so much for your time. My pleasure. Thank you so much, and you have a great day, great rest of your weekend, and stay safe. Yeah, everybody stay healthy and safe. Sounds great. Thank you, Bill. Bye-bye. Bye.